Drums, please. California breeze, take her out to eat. Stop at a little party, end up at a big house. I can't fuck with Shardy, cause she got a big mouth. Pull up in a Rari, hop out like a big dog. Get my shit together, feel like I got into two years off. Booking on my schedule, I ain't rich enough to chill out. I watch you turn sour, I still don't know how to feel about it. Majority unfolded, but I'm still silent. I'm still out here, still don't know how to feel about it. Early in the morning, talking to Marquise about it. Wondering, should I let it What it is, what it do, what's popping? It's Marquise Q, familiar voice, gone for a while, but never left, back in the building. Yo, 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 what's good in the hood? It's your boy, Raider Rashawn. We back. How y'all living? And it's your boy, Easy e Rest in peace to the OG. Glad to be back with my brothers. What's good, y'all? Who passed away? You know, the original Easy. Okay. <laughs> R.I.P. to the OG. Oh. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely press over him. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, it's been a little, little, little minute since we've been in this, in this atmosphere and in this space. Feels brand new to me. It's definitely been a little minute, but you know what I'm saying? It come back just like riding a bike. Hey, if you got it, then it's ingrained in you. You never lose it. <laughs> back with our third rendition of season three. That's crazy. Who would have thought at the beginning of this? We even have three seasons, by the way. But we'll reminisce later on the pod. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, uh, we're going to tackle that later. We had to get back to the roots on this one. A lot of people thought that, you know, well, I really don't know what I've been thinking, but <laughs> we gotta we gotta in tune back with you know what started it, and that's always been the music, forever will be the music. There's been a lot of music that's been dropping as of lately. So much to tackle. I think it's safe to say that 2022 will go down as one of the best years of music in a while. Absolutely. Amen to that. Between Kendrick dropping. Beyonce dropping, uh, Rihanna about to drop, <laughs> Drake on Friday. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, I don't think I've, I don't think we had music, we had a year of music like this since down 2016, 2015. I feel like 2020 was lit with music though. Mm. 2020 was. Everybody was inside. It was COVID, so we had some good music. 2020. My turn dropped 2020. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh huh. And who would have thought two years later, baby still back in his bag, topping all the charges? Let me not spoil it though. Hold on. Are we about to get into this now? <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs> Neighborhood, we're happy to present to you the Brooklyn Records for Little Babies. It's only me. Fellas, what did y'all what did y'all think, man? Second rendition back around a lot of, for a lot of people. As far as in the spotlight with the pressure on them and stuff. Well, what do y'all think? I think. There's no question that baby delivered like two years, <laughs> a little hiatus, but he wasn't working though. Like we can't say that he hasn't been working those two years. So in those two years that we haven't had an album, um, I feel like baby has been trying to define his sound a little bit more. I think he's been trying to like get into more of his like lyrical bag. Um, I think he left all the features and all the stuff in the my turn album, you know, for the getting on the scene type. Because you got to think, my turn dropped, I think, what, right before, you know, we shut down. So, really, I don't think he really had the whole experience to really enjoy what my turn, you know, probably could have been for real. So, with this one, I think that it's only me. 
I mean, just the title of it is kind of heavy. Like, it's only me, like, after all this time. And, you know, you've seen, like, what he's been doing so far for the culture, um, being, you know, award-winning, you know, highly respected in the industry. I just, I just think that it's only me is kind of a sediment that, you know, he's here to stay for a while. Wow. Solidified his stamp, man. I, I like that. I could definitely agree. What about you, Sean? What do you think? Bruh, this, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like we put Lil Baby in a, we put him in a position low key because like my turn was so good. And then like, not just it was good, but like, I feel like everybody was fucking with my turn. Like everybody. I don't know nobody that, that said that that album was bad or that album was trash or something like that. I, somebody probably would say like they didn't listen to it as much, but I'm pretty sure it was a general consensus that it was a it was his best offering yet. And you know how it is sometimes coming off of your best project. So I ain't want you know what I'm saying. I ain't want Dominique. You know what I'm saying. That's my man. So you know I can call him. <laughs> I ain't want Dominique to. You know what I'm saying. I ain't want him to feel the pressure that he had to deliver another my turn. But when I once I saw the cover art, I was like, "Sheesh!" All right, this might resemblance to that last project. You're definitely right. You see what I'm saying? And then he got the the the, the Mount Rushmore, and it's literally just faces of him. Like, and you can really go back to to the uh, before he even dropped this album, he went on a crazy single run. Like once he dropped my turn after my turn dropped. We got to remember in 2020, he dropped The Bigger Picture, which probably was one of his biggest hits after that album dropped. Like, it was on the news. Like, he became uh, probably a national celebrity by everybody, not just people that listen to hip-hop music. Right. Like, he dropped The Bigger Picture, uh, In a Minute, uh, Frozen, Everybody. Like, he was dropping bangers, 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 bangers. So I'm like, bro. This album must be gonna be crazy, like, cause you gotta think. Most people probably think that that would be a project in itself. All those those singles that he dropped, but listening to this project, I can't even lie, bro. Like this project is good. I don't know why some people probably saying that's not good or not as good as my turn. We don't need to compare it to my turn, really, because it's really the it's newer music, and I I fuck with it, bro. I don't, I really don't see the. I really don't see the narrative like everybody like it's not as good as my turn. But you know what I'm saying? Like, of course it's not as good as my turn right now. But if you listen to this project, it's a good project, bro. Like it's it's a solid, it's a solid sequel to my turn, if you ask me. I definitely concur with that. However, I can see the other side and you know what they're voicing. Cause if you look at it, my turn had like smash hits. Like these aren't just like regular good songs. Like they were certain, these were all smash hits. And it got to the point where you were like, man, he got all these singles on the album. And then he doubles down and drops the deluxe. So, you know, that's just a lot of music from my turn that you're just going to recognize in the first 10 seconds of it playing anywhere. I feel like with It's Only Me, I'm not going to say he doesn't have the hits, but we all know the difference between a smash hit and a hit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's where people are seeing the drop off. But this is where you also got to put on your thinking cap and your listening ears and actually listen to the music. Because there's no fall off, there's no drop off. I feel like he just, like you said, he solidified his place. I think we also like look at it as a way to not compare it. I mean, my turn, you know, has some notable features on it. This one doesn't have as many. They're notable, but it's not as many notable features. Like it's not the quantity doesn't you know line up. 
And I remember I saw uh, his Breakfast Club interview. And it was like, um, yeah, baby, you got uh, 23 songs and six features. And um, he was like, yeah. He said, you don't think that's um, a lot? He was like, no, not really. He was like, I really wanted to drop more songs on it. And they said, but they wasn't, my label wouldn't let me. <laughs> so when you put it in perspective with that, it's kind of like, you know, what songs didn't make the cut. And I feel like, you know, um, like Sean was saying, the bigger picture, you know, that's the standard single by itself. Um, on me, I'm like, come and put that pussy on me. Don't be running from me. That didn't make, that uh-huh. didn't make So you got to think about, you know, how much work. And then you got to also, you know, consider too, like Baby has been, like I mentioned earlier, he's been doing like a lot of features. So he's been really like pouring into other people's bodies of work instead of pouring into his. So, you know, I feel like with all that being in consideration, it's, it's still like a good project, you know, by itself. And I don't think that, you know, I, I got to kind of, say that we have to eventually compare it. I don't know when that moment will be, but the moment of comparison is is likely to happen. And if anybody needs to do it, it needs to be some real music heads like us. I only trust us to really do it for real. Hey, put the task on me. I'm ready. Let's get to the nitty gritty then. What were y'all initial thoughts when y'all listened to the album? Like, what did it take you like, how many times did it take it to be like, okay, I enjoyed this album. Like, was it first listen? Was it second listen? Was it actually you looking at the lyrics? Like, what, what what did it take for you to realize, okay, this project is is good? That process for me, I feel like it was a second listen where I kind of locked in. I was able to listen to the lyrics a little bit more. Uh, I would say it got to the point, I think it was like a few songs before Waterfall Flow where everything really started to change for me. I was like, okay, baby, baby heating up right now. Like he grinding in his bag. And I think the more impressive part about it is for me, he tried something new. And I feel like it's just that fact of him trying. Like, he's not going to stay in this one lane. I like to see this type of growth. Like, some people might see this still in the same trap genre. But for him to be talking about this, the type of subject matter that he's talking about, it just reminds me of he's moving He's moving in terms of a boss. And so that's the kind of grasp I got for him. Like, his life is completely different than what it was. And that's why it's only him at the top. So I feel like I really resonated with the message that he was conveying. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I first, when I first listened to – part of the project i didn't listen to the whole project at once i listened to like the first maybe eight songs when i first listened to it and then i listened to the first eight songs again the next day and then uh then i finished it probably like two days later i ain't gonna lie i gotta be honest just me giving my opinion i felt it was a little long like just because of all the, the singles he dropped but it has been a while since he dropped the project it's been two years like even though Kind of like what Q was saying, like he's been so consistent with doing features and with his singles, like it's almost felt like he never left. Like it, it doesn't even feel like two years since he actually dropped the project. But I low key felt like it, it was long, and I had it was like a chore to listen. I don't want to say a chore to listen to, because that sounds bad. But are you talking about your first time listening? Yeah, my first time listening to it, I didn't listen to it all in one sitting. No. Sorry. That was my initial thought. Like, dang, it's twenty three songs. Like, that's a that's a good bit of songs, but not really when you think about it. But yeah, that first initial listen, I definitely thought it was kind of long. Okay. Did any songs from y'all's first listen kind of stick out more so? Uh, and I want to kind of stray away from some of those lead singles. Did any of the ones we actually had to listen to the project? Any of those stick out? Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Um, Pop out definitely uh, stood out for me. Um, Mainly because like the beat switch, because it went from baby like rapping in this kind of like um like chill kind of you know like tone, and then Nardo Witness came out of nowhere and just like switched up the whole beat and was talking about 
his mama's grandma's mama rocking chains or whatever. And I was like, bro, what the hell is this nigga talking about? Yeah. And then, <laughs> but then like at the end, like I like babies out. I like how baby started. Nardo Wick came into it, and then baby um switched it out. Funny enough, like the thing, the lyric that like kind of stood out for me, like out of all of them so far, like when I was listening to it, when I got to pop out, it was like um put piranhas on your ass, um get to switch you acting bad like your mama on your ass. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that was that was kind of like the, <laughs> that was kind of like the same case for me. After Nardo, but after pop out, it was definitely California Breeze. Um, it was like I can't fuck with Take a that's a smooth one. Definitely. And then Never Hating with Young Thug. Um in a minute. Well, in a minute was already released, but it still, you know, kind of resonated. From now on, definitely stood out for me because uh that future feature is definitely hard. That's like vintage future, you know, in this prime. And then like he started whispering at the end of that song. I was like, I never would have thought I would hear baby whispering on the song. <laughs> yeah, that was different. Even his flow in the begin, his flow in the beginning too. He was definitely rapping at a whole different cadence, and I'm not gonna lie, it took me a second to catch on. But when I caught on, I was like, okay, okay, my man sliding over here. <laughs> definitely, yeah. And then the, the outro, I really like the outro. True Russian Roulette, the outro was great. So yeah, that's that's that for me. I'm not gonna lie, I tried everything in my power to have like some sort of bias about the stop playing song with Jeremiah because I was like, there's no way I'm gonna like this song, bro. But that song was pretty good. <laughs> that song was pretty good. <laughs> Now I said that nigga was definitely in the singing bag. He said, hey, go off the weeks. <laughs> oh my god. The Jeremiah the Jeremiah feature was definitely a little surprising. I was like, what the all right? This is what we doing here. But nah, uh some of the songs that I really like, like uh California Breeze, what the one Q mentioned. I really like Perfect Timer. Uh Waterfall Flow. I feel like that's I feel like that's gonna be a banger, but it low key kind of already is a banger. Um, not finished, not finished slide too. But those those are like some of the ones that I initially, I initially like. Real spill. It was a, I feel like real spill was a, a solid intro. He really just got oh, straight yeah. to it. Like he ain't really he ain't really waste no time with it. So I I, 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 was, I was fucking with that one. Uh, yeah, stand on it. That video was hard. But yeah, I, I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I really can't. I really can't say that the project was bad. Like the project was, the project was good, bro. Like switching flows, we expected the beats that he was gonna be on. Like, come on now, like this project really gave us everything we, we really needed. This really, that's what I'm saying. It was a perfect sequel. Definitely. I mean, at this point in the recording, all of these songs are in the Billboard Top 100, so it's, it's already certified bangers analytically, or if you listen to with your ears, bro. 23 songs on the Billboard 100 is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely crazy work. <laughs> but it's funny you said that, Sean, about how it switched up the flow and um you know, gave us something different because I've been seeing people on Twitter, that's like their biggest um like thing that they don't like about the album that he didn't switch up the flow. And I'm like, there's no way y'all really listening to this album if y'all don't think he switched up his flow. So they ain't listen to it. <laughs> that's, that's what it means. They ain't listen to it. I remember Baby had like an issue like in the past about, you know, people not understanding him or whatnot and you know his considered being a mumble rapper but i feel like now that he's giving us something that we can actually like understand or whatnot i feel like i mean i really don't know what people want from him at this point like i feel like there's always going to be like we're well, not doing this he's not doing that but instead of like just trying to appreciate him like and there are some songs that probably take you know a little bit longer to like understand what he's saying like probably i played it a couple times but i mean overall like he's speaking like real stuff and like real shit like he's better than 
I wouldn't even classify as a, as a mumble rapper. I feel like that's offensive to like what he's done so far, and I feel like mumble rap is more like a negative connotation to like discredit somebody's like lyricism. And I feel like Baby is definitely like probably like one of the best lyricists because the nigga don't write. Like he punches in, so to even do that is 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 a salute. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like with some of the like the hits, of course, it probably sounds the same. Like of course, like in a minute that was already out. But the project, it sounds all the project, it flows together. Like you can tell, like he recorded some of these songs right after my turn, or he recorded some of these songs even when he was making my turn too. Like some of them singles probably was definitely not just new music. There probably was some songs that didn't make my turn. You know what I'm saying? Or he probably just wanted to keep just for he can have music because you know he wasn't gonna drop a project. So I don't I can see what some people saying how he didn't switch up the flow, but if you actually listen to what he's saying, like I forget what song, but he said, I ain't mumbling. I ain't mumbling. You just got to pay attention. Like, he really not mumbling, bro. Like, and if if nobody thinks that Baby has switched it up or gotten better, go listen to Street Gossip or go listen to Harder Than Harder and, and go listen to this and see if he got better. Or Harder Than Ever, whatever, whatever the name of the project is. Yeah, Harder Than Ever. Well, let's get into maybe something that we didn't like about the project, if anything. Any uh, any thoughts or any critiques that y'all you guys might have had? Other than that damn whispering he was doing um, on From Now On. Um, yeah, I didn't like that whispering aspect of it. But that's not really something that... that <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that's something he just wanted to do. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like Nigga was giving 21 Savage some shit for, like, him whispering on, you know, some of his songs. But, I mean, I feel like that's just something that artists want to try out. Like, why not? You know what I mean? The only other thing I probably didn't like about the album, other than, like, the length of it, is I feel like it really didn't, like... I feel like with this album, it's kind of like a complete listen. Like I know, Sean, you said that um, it's like a complete album, like, you know, from top to bottom. I feel like the difference between that and my turn is I can go to, like, any point in my turn and, like, turn on the song and, like, listen to it, you know, and get, you know, in the mode I want to get to. I feel like this is an album we kind of have to, like, listen to it from beginning to end to, like, really understand, like, you know, the flow of it, how the songs, like, go into each other and whatnot. And then also... um, I feel like it's not really like a, a real turn up, like, you know, kind of album. I feel like it's there for you to like, really like listen and uh, and take what he's saying. Like it doesn't have like a, um, like a, from the closet. It doesn't have like a humble, it doesn't have, you know, a heating up in my opinion, uh, commercial. Like I don't feel like none of those songs kind of like relate to my turn. So I can understand how people can say it doesn't compare to my turn in that aspect. Cause I feel like those songs, those songs are kind of like, geared towards like you know to top the charts and like even though this top the charts too i just i'm having a hard way of putting it but i feel like these songs probably a handful of them will get performed but i feel like my turn you can hear him perform a lot majority of the songs like at a concert or something like that i feel like the songs on this album kind of like more so to get you in your mode to like actually have you thinking like be more sentimental like more lyrical but that's not saying that's a bad thing but if you weren't looking for that then you probably can say that's a bad thing that's that's fair that's fair um I, I really wanted to kind of pull this one to you guys with you guys being the music hedges that you are and i have my own opinion on it as well but i was reading through pitchfork just kind of looking at what people got to say the professional music heads about this project and they said the one critique that they kind of that i thought was unique was the production they felt as if there wasn't as much i guess care or, or emphasis on the production aspect of the entire project um, in comparison to Baby trying to find his different flows or even to the lyricism, lyricism aspect of it. Um, what did you guys think? Did you guys feel like production-wise there might have been something 
not miss not there or anything like that? Uh I can kind of see what I can kind of see what people were saying with that, but I feel like like my turn was definitely a more complete album than this album. Like I feel like my turn had a specific story. Uh kind of like what you saying, like it had everything. It had like the the slow songs, the lovey dovey songs, the songs where he just rapping, the turn up songs, like it really was a full collection. Like I really feel like my turn was more commercial than this project. So I don't, I've been seeing people saying like baby too commercial now, but this I feel like this project is not even commercial. I feel like it's only me is a collection of just good songs that he had. I don't feel like he was actually trying to make like a, a album album kind of like how my turn was. I feel like this was just a collection of almost like a playlist of unreleased songs that he still had type type shit. But I can kind of see what it mean on the, the production side. Like all the songs flow into each other, but if you listen to like my turn and uh it's only me, just the instrumentals, I feel like that's what people mean by the production was crazy in my turn. The production on this album is good, but it's 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 not on what it was on my turn. No. I just feel like the way I view Baby and the way that his trajectory is kind of moving. I mean, if, even if you look at down to like where he is at this position as far as the Atlanta rap scene, um, just given the state that uh, for a YSL is in right now, he's kind of like I would say, if not the face, then one of the faces of it. He's really holding it down, and I feel like he's moving in like a a boss aspect type of way. And I just feel like maybe he should just take a little bit more pride and you know just kind of signaturizing some of the things that he does. Like we already know, baby slides, baby has the voice. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of iconic at this point. I see a lot of people imitate it at this at this point in the juncture. But uh, I feel like that production aspect, maybe if he were to tag along and do a little something specific with Metro Boomin, you know, someone that kind of emphasizes or maybe just have more dedication towards that aspect. I feel like that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be really necessarily a critique anyone else could have. But that was the only thing I saw that could really hold any weight. So I, could, I definitely saw where they were coming from as well, as far as my on my opinion on that. OK, I think those are all fair assessments. I don't think that this is something that <clears throat> I feel like it's too soon to like judge it so harshly right now. But Definitely. I think it's really going to get down to like, you know, what the like pointed out, like music has, like professional music has. Is this going to get, you know, Grammy nominated? You know, my turn after all the acclamation, all the, you know, recognition it got. And unfortunately, it wasn't Grammy nominated. And for whatever reason, they wanted him to perform at the Grammys. But his album was like number one for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And he didn't get one Grammy nomination. So, uh I don't know how much stock y'all personally put into the Grammys, but the, will that play a factor in y'all's comparison to my turn being that, you know, my turn wasn't Grammy nominated, but it was, you know, kind of one of the better albums to come out of 2020? Or would, does that not really hold any stake in y'all's, you know, opinion about the album? I feel like the Grammys are its own weighted category, honestly, man. Like, I I want to say I don't put stake in it, but, like, the Grammys are the Grammys. Like, people do get excited when they win because it's, like, the pinnacle of success, I feel. So I just feel like maybe – is never gonna get that recognition from the Grammys. If I'm being honest with you, like he doesn't, like he doesn't fit in their umbrella, and that's fine. That's that's for them to you know distinguish and feel like that. But we all know the way that he holds with all those projects. I feel like we all know those were smash hits. Definitely ran that era. I'll say during that time, there are three uh, artists that your girl's definitely gonna recite. It's Drake, Lil Baby, or NBA YoungBoy. But to be in that category, that's that's something. Yeah, I, I don't really pay attention to the Grammys, but like. like Eric said, like it is, it is a uh, it's distinguished for a reason, so you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he'll get a Grammy, like in the future, he might get a Grammy, uh, coming up here. Did, did he get one for the bigger picture or no? 
Nah, he got one from Hurricane as a, one of the best gospel, um, like the best gospel song with him, you know, uh, Kanye West and uh, The Weeknd. Yeah, probably not the one he was definitely for. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I kind of see what they're saying with the production, but I feel like he had other producers that people probably just wasn't familiar with. Like, he still had Wheezy on it. Wheezy still produced uh, a few tracks. Uh, ATL Jacob still produced some, and Tay Keith still produced some. But, uh, yeah, he had some other producers on there, so that might be what they mean by, like, production aspect. But I don't think no beats on the album was bad. Like Definitely. And maybe we should rephrase weakness and critique, you know, just opportunity to grow because, you know, this is not the best baby. I feel like we've seen what the best was. This comes close, but we know he could keep going, reaching higher. So I think we more so mean, like, an opportunity for our neighborhood out there. Bro, I don't mean to be that guy, but Weezy ain't in jail. Why is I thought he was the in-house producer. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> you know that's an open case. <laughs> I was because you mentioned Weezy and Metro Boom. I said Weezy, the in-house producer. I mean, somebody brought up on YSLs. So I was like, probably had those for you. Uh, never mind. Weezy said he just made beats. Weezy don't got nothing to do with all that other shit. <laughs> I got a like a little um, quiz or like you know a decision making um, for y'all, uh, just basing off like you know the features and not really comparing like the albums, but comparing the songs, uh, we see that Future was featured on both My Turn and on this one. So if you had to choose um, Live Off My Closet or From Now On, which one are you choosing? I can live off my closet and never go broke. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of recency. Uh, I'm not going to care. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I don't know. From Now On, do Sly. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that <laughs> They were going to go down. It seemed like Eric trying to tap in real quick to make sure he's going to give a correct answer or something. No, I, I mean, I, I already said it on air, but I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> Eric didn't want to be controversial. I'm just being honest. I mean, I'm definitely a, a victim of recency. I, mean, I feel like it's a better song. Out of <laughs> what about uh, We Should by Young Thug and Never Hating by also Young Thug? You know, We Should is like, started with it, man. I just wrapped it to a band. Rapping, rapping, niggas can't can't pay they like my children. <laughs> Uh-huh. That. Hey, that nigga said, my daughter's caught a body, and I told him he gonna fuck up. I can't tell him nothing negative, so I told him he gonna look up. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Talk heavy. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. Out of, out of the two songs, I feel like they both stack up, because uh, the one on this, uh, it's only me, that that song's like, never hate. Man, I ain't gonna cap. Never hate slide. Mm-hmm. Out, of the, out of the ones on the project, those is Never hating has definitely been one of the ones I've definitely been playing. Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the my turn one just because I went with the recent one for the last one. Yeah, never hating for me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the, the production on Never Hating is definitely like that's probably like one of the best like one of the best produced songs on it because like, it just comes in heavy and it's just good to hear Thug. You know, you know, back even though he's not really back for real, but it was nice to hear his voice. Yeah, it's nice to hear the voice. <laughs> And they said, fa, 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 that shit sound delicious. I was like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I probably have to go with Never Hating, too. Just off the simple strength that I just I just like everything about it. And I don't know. I might have to go listen to We Should again. But, yeah, that, that just, that's just my that's my opinion. We should slide now. It definitely slides. I feel like, bro, honestly, I feel like you could switch these out. I feel like you could put Never Hating on my turn. You could put We Should on... You know, it's only me, and I feel like it will fit perfectly. 
Sheesh. It definitely now, was. Now you got tested. <laughs> you see, he got you see, he got two songs called Forever. Yeah, bro. I saw the Breakfast Club interview, and he said that his label um didn't tell me y'all they had a song called Forever. He said I wouldn't call it that if I already knew they had a song called Forever. Nice, he making too much music. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He make a lot of music, bro. All right. So what about um Cost to Be Alive with Rallo Rodriguez and forget that off my turn with Rallo Rodriguez. Forget that. Yeah, I'm going to forget that. <laughs> exactly. Come on now. <laughs> respect, respect. <laughs> yeah. I think we all can see that. I'd definitely go with forget that as well. Definitely. Did he have a Doug? I see. He, he had Doug. He had Doug twice on. Yeah, he had Doug twice on my turn though. So Jeez. I guess must have pissed him off. Yeah, he said, "Doug, he said you can chat on this one, Doug. Come on, fuck with me. You can chat on this one." <laughs> That's why I said my turn was more commercial. Like, yeah, money bag, Uzi, Gunner, Young Thug. I'm like, come on now, 40, 42 Doug. Like, yeah, less. Yeah, way less features on this project. All right, I got a, I, I got a, I got a quick little intersection for y'all boys. You know, seeing as and it's very early. He just dropped this. But the tide, the water's going to eventually settle. And eventually we're going to have to answer the conversation, or revisit it, I should say, about Baby and Gunna. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can have the conversation now, we can have it later. But what has to be had? I mean, what, what's the question? Get off your chest. Get off your chest. Just where are they at? Because it seemed <laughs> like right after, it seemed like right after <laughs> Gunna dropped, they are like, oh, Baby, higher. But Baby didn't, you know, he was dropping them singles at the time. You know what I'm saying? Gunna... It's looking like a smart move in hindsight now. Went ahead and got it out there. You know what I'm saying? I know he didn't predict, you know, things go his way now. But when he comes back to the music, it's going to be there waiting for him. We're going to be ready to hear this gonna the same way they, that we were ready to hear uh, Baby right after my turn. So my question is for y'all, where are they in your eyes? Gunna says it's only me. Are you speaking on... Say it again? Are you speaking on their position in the game right now? I'm, I'm really talking about more so a comparison. I'm talking about amongst the two. Okay, okay. Sheesh. Q, you can take this one first. <laughs> bro, I'm just gonna watch you. <laughs> bro, that man asked the question like he was gonna answer that. <laughs> okay. It's how he was formulating his answer. That I, was, I was asking the question. I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think they both are respected artists. That's that's pretty clear to you know go and lay down. I'm being very broad, you know, right now, but hear me out. Follow what I'm saying. Okay. I don't think that. You would really be able to obviously make the comparison without having the other one. Like there would be no baby and gunna debate without you know either baby or gunna. So that in itself kind of speaks, you know, to the competition they're supposedly having at this moment. I feel like it's always gonna be like a it's always gonna be like who dropped it's always gonna be recency biased. I feel like when baby, no, when I'm um, thug, I'm sorry, when gunna dropped um DS4, it was kind of like all eyes on gunna now. And I feel like even with that, they compared it to DS3 and, you know, rightfully so, because, you know, it's a ongoing, you know, next rendition of, you know, uh, you know, the DS series. Right. Uh, so I just think that when we talk about them amongst the two, globally, is 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 baby. Like, when we talk about, like, global impact, um, the amount of, like, respect he has in the industry and whatnot, like, who he's worked with. Who you done features for? You know, it's, it's clearly gonna. I mean, baby has that. You know, by a landslide. Um, I think as far as like collaborating, like on actual songs, I don't think gonna 
misses a whole lot. I feel like Baby can, I think you can make an argument that Baby, you know, does so much music that he's more prone to have more misses. I feel like since Gunna, you know, drops, you know, less or does like, you know, less, I don't say less work because that's not, you know, I don't know what the boys do like in their, you know, own spare time. But just because you don't have as much from Gunna compared to Baby, I feel like Gunna's like miss, you know, percentage is a lot less than Baby's. So I feel like right now, if you want to like determine off of like, you know, global impact, um, you know, who's like the hottest in the industry right now, I would take it, you know, for Baby. But as far as Gunna, I just think that when you talk about consistency, when you talk about, you know, how well he does on the songs that he's on, and just where he's kind of like, I don't know, man, because I feel like he's always going to kind of be like, not overshadowed by Thug, because, you know, him and Thug have a lot of music together, and kind people like kind of associate him with Thug. I just think that if he was to get out of like the whole like Thug, like light and whatnot, I feel like he'd definitely get more recognition, but I don't think, you know, there's no big brother for baby like there is for like, you know, Gunna, even though Gunna and Thug are like, you know, not big brother, like little brother, anything like that. But I feel like the association with Thug will always kind of be like associated with Gunna. But I feel like baby, like you said, kind of stand on his own too. You know, he's a self-acclaimed boss or whatnot. So I would say right now it's, it's, it's baby for, you know, multiple reasons, but I don't, I don't say that shit on Gunna, but right now I got to choose baby between the two. That was a that was a, that was a good point, especially about the global impact. Definitely couldn't couldn't fight that one. <laughs> Sean, you had a chance to formulate your uh, opinion. <laughs> I spoke about five minutes, so I'm glad to come out of that. <laughs> I see why everybody always compared it to. I mean, especially they both from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I kind of see what Q's saying because everybody gonna always look at him as like the the sidekick to Thug or whatever, but. Like you said, like he, he definitely holds his own. He's the prince of YSL. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what he is. Thug the king, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, people gonna look at it like that. But yeah, I would have to agree. In terms of who's bigger, Baby is definitely probably the bigger artist, I would say. But in terms of better, the last two projects, like if we compare uh, Wanna and DS4. To my turn and it's on me. I feel like Wanna and DS4 are better than my turn and it's only me. Like it's only me holds. It's, I mean, it, my turn is definitely a great, great, great project. But we gotta be realistic. Is DS4 better than it's only me? See, you know, I didn't want to put that on y'all too fast, but let's let's go. <laughs> let's go. I would say DS4 is better because I agree. Mm. And it's not it's not just to compare it like that, but if you go to Wanna, Wanna was a great project. It definitely had a real, real big uh, rollout for it, just like my turn. Uh, Wanna had a deluxe, just like my turn. You know what I'm saying? And he dropped Wanna, I mean, DS4, two years after. Just like Baby dropped It's Only Me, two years after my turn. So I feel like we can compare the two, but if you ask me who had a better offering on this time around of this year, 2022, I would probably have to say DS4. Listen, I feel like a, I feel like a scholar listening to this conversation and chiming into it. No, man. I mean, I, it was just something I definitely thought about because I feel like the conversation was definitely there. Like, the narrative was gun or baby, I feel like, and baby took such a huge step with, uh, with my turn and that deluxe, and so it just got to the point 
where I feel like we recognize Gunner for his consistency. And I feel like it's like, it's like the LeBron fan. Like, you're great, but you've been doing it for so long. Like, we're ready to see, you know, something else. And I feel as if that's where the attention shifted the baby. But I feel like we're just looking at a musical aspect. I feel like it's something noteworthy. And, again, it's not to knock any one project, say one's bad. But comparison-wise and then playing, it's pay, uh, paying the narrative into that, I feel like it's uh, definitely something interesting. And I'm interesting. I'm interested really to see the uh, public reception in the next few weeks with some of these songs because some of these songs are going to continue to trend up while some of these fall off the charts. And I'm curious to see which ones stay and how long they stay because Baby also has uh, kind of longevity with some of his singles. And I'm curious to see how some of these last in um, public years. Bro, this got me uh, one to ask the question now. Um, I saw something on uh, Twitter where I guess they were like trying to compare like, you know, old artists to like new artists and, you know, you know, just old artists, new artists. And they said that Little Baby is kind of going down the trajectory of being like Jay-Z. Like, you know, they both come from, um, you know, drug dealing, you know, backgrounds or whatnot. Probably didn't initially want to rap, but, you know, it kind of made sense for them to rap because it is a lifestyle of, you know, somebody that, you know, is probably like a rapper, you know, talking about the upbringing or whatnot. Uh, they both have the same birthday. Um, they're both kind of like, you know, you know, globally like known or whatnot. They kind of like have like the same like lyricism style where like they talking about where they come from, like giving advice to like, you know, they're talking like they're OGs. Like, I feel like Baby's talking like he's like an old head, you know what I mean? And, you know, he said that he even grew up, you know, around older people and whatnot. That's how I got his nickname, Lil Baby, because he was always like the youngest amongst like his circle or whatever. So do y'all feel like that's a fair comparison? Shit, now I actually like put it up. So Lil Baby and Jay-Z, business mentalities, not in drama. I don't know about it, not a drama thing because they be in some drama. Um, sure. Similar mannerisms and demeanor. Drug dealers who happen to be good at rapping. <laughs> Everybody wanted Rockefeller and 4PF chains. I ain't gonna lie, niggas was trying to rock 4PF chains. And uh, both are consistent and elevate musically. Baby's birthday is December 3rd and Jay-Z's birthday is December 4th. So, yes. That part about drama is definitely wrong for both of them. Jay-Z definitely did some crazy shit back in the day. I don't even want to touch on that right now, but he was definitely wild. But damn, that comparison low-key spot on if you think about it. You think about it, bro. Niggas was definitely rocking the, um, rocking the Rockefeller chains. I ain't gonna count. 100%. Yeah, there's an interview he um, as of this recording that he uh, did not too long ago with Speedy Norman. I think he actually touched on that, just like that boss mindset and mentality from uh, hanging out with Drake and Mike Rubin. You know, Meek Mill, all these guys that kind of consider themselves to be like the pinnacle on top of their city, the bosses, like it, it doesn't uh, surprise me, honestly, because you become the company that you're surrounded by that. Like that eventually influences your um, the way that you see things. And I feel like that you can definitely see it rubbing off on baby, um, especially in this project, too. That's why I was talking about that uh, boss mentality. Like it's it's different. And it's only going to be something that you like if you uh, can have keen ears for it. Mm hmm. Shit, look at the blueprint. Not everybody really listened to the blueprint, but they, they know what the blueprint is. The blueprint, like, it's some hits on there. Definitely. So. I also uh, see this thing on here where they're comparing uh, Gunna and Rick Ross since, you know, we talk about Gunna and Rick Ross. They say both can flow on anything smoothly. They have the best elegant productions. They specialize in luxury rap. People come at their street credibility. They try to call Gunna a snitch. They try to call Ross a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's so funny. That's, right. def that's, def that's definitely close. I ain't gonna go. <laughs> Bro, but I'm not gonna lie though. When I think of luxury rap, I definitely, you know, I think Rick Ross is a staple for luxury rap. But when yeah. I started thinking about it too, I said, gonna low key the nigga that be talking about, you know, luxury stuff too. Like, 
I feel like I'd be learning like all the designer brands, like all the shit that I can't afford, obviously, from Gunna. Okay, Rihanna dressed up as Gunna for Halloween, so that should really be a statement in itself. Hey, man. <laughs> These stories don't, don't write themselves. They're actually real life. <laughs> Bro, I saw I saw uh somebody did an article. I can't remember who it was. I feel like uh it was Pitchfork or maybe it was Billboard. I can't remember. But it said is it's only me the most disappointing album of 2022. What y'all think? Most disappointing? What do you know what the other contenders were? <laughs> I don't wanna I about to say I feel like I don't think it's disappointing, but I feel like niggas was giving Corday a hard time with from a bird's eye view. I feel like niggas thought that shit was absolutely trash, and I, I fuck with it. So, but no, I don't think that's. I don't think it's only me is the most disappointing album in twenty twenty two. All right, let me phrase. Let me phrase it like this: is is only me? Hold on, let me find the name of it because I want to make sure I say it correctly. But I definitely got y'all right now. Yeah, I, I saw that article. I, I was a little questionable about that myself, but I don't know. I feel like. I feel like everybody was super hard on Gunner when right before he dropped one, everybody like, is this gonna be good? And it was good. Like right before he dropped DS4, they're like, is this gonna be good? It was good. I feel like with baby, everybody's just expecting it to be heat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, this might not count because it came out in 2021, but um is it's only me better than Live Life Fast by Roddy Rich. Oh my god. Come on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get disrespectful at this point. I just want to make sure we set the floor. Bro, <laughs> if you want to talk about other people's expectations for it, yes, you can't say that "Live Life Fast" was more disappointing. It's only me, but I feel like I feel like what Roddy Rich has been doing for the music industry and for the culture is also his biggest curse too. I feel like Roddy gave us a lot of songs to sing along with up to now: "The Box," um, "Feed the Streets," uh, two. And all that, like he gave us some like radio hits and some stuff that we can like you know sing to our shorties and whatnot, or you know just just some like feel good and like catchy songs. I feel like when we got live life fast, we didn't get as many catchy songs, but I don't think that takes away from like you know the actual music. But I feel like if you're expecting the same. Um, please excuse me for being antisocial. Feed the streets too. Then live life fast is not you know for you. Obviously, if you're looking for that. But I mean, I was I was disappointed because he didn't use the Jamie Foxx feature the way I thought he was going to use it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was definitely disappointed at the very end of the song. Yeah, but that nigga didn't even he didn't it wasn't even a feature. It was like a skit or like a dialogue. He was just talking. Definitely. Yeah, that's my two cents on it. Dang. Well, uh, here we are at this point. I love to hear you guys are rating on it's only me. Given this dialogue that we've had so far, this this grand dialogue at this juncture, what is it that you guys gonna rate this project? Uh, I knew this question was coming, and I've been I've been trying to battle it. You know what I'm saying? Turn it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to battle it? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I I really only the only thing I really didn't like was that, like I said earlier, that it was a little lengthy. I thought it was kind of long. Like, I'm if I'm not mistaken, my turn. With the deluxe included, is only like 27 songs. And this album by itself is 23 songs. So I did feel like it was kind of long. But in terms of Baby rapping, his flow, he gave us some of his old flow and he gave us some new flows. Uh, I would probably have to say overall, this project is it's an 8 out of 10. I can't give it probably anything higher than that right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's still a little fresh, so. I'm fine with eight out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say 
Um, first of all, I agree with everything um, Sean said. Um, some of his uh, dislikes are similar to my dislikes, and a lot of his likes are similar to mine as well. So I think with that being said, I really don't have to like reiterate nothing that's already been said. But if I had to give a rating for it, it'd probably be more on a 7.5 out of 10, uh, out of 10 side. <laughs> I don't want to say it's a 7 because 7 is kind of like too low, but I want to give it an 8 because it just – I don't know, man. Like outside, like the production not being there. I said I won't go hear anything that's already said, but outside of the production being not all the way there, and then some of the songs I feel like I'm just not gonna go back and listen to like individually. I feel like I have to like listen to the whole project, you know, from beginning to end to like you know really enjoy it. Um, so that kind of I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. For me, that's a bad thing because sometimes I just want like listen to certain songs of a project. I wish there was like a feature on Spotify. We can like just listen to like the like songs that you have on a project. Like I don't want to go to my like songs. I just want to listen to the like songs I have on that project. I need to, I need to pitch that to them and, and get it back. But yeah, seven point five out of ten is what I rate this album. Man, that's I didn't know. I didn't think anybody was gonna go that low. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I I understand it though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, definitely. But and then now in my head, I, I hate to compare. But if you imagine the your 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 rating for my turn versus what it is now, it's going to be a drop regardless. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't know Q was going to take that half step. But I'm just I'm going to be an eight. You know what I'm saying? This eight out of ten is basically seven point five. It's kind of the same sentiments that you guys were saying as well. Um, however, I do give him credit for definitely leaning into some of the more creative sides of this uh, for this project, whether it be his cadence on some of these songs, like the one he had with Future. Or even uh, just getting a little bit more vulnerable with Russian Roulette. Like, I applaud him. I like to see him experiment with that more. Um, production, don't want to hammer that down because it wasn't as if it was whack or anything. But what if Baby had his own signature sound the way Drake had it with the OVO drums and stuff like that? Or Rick Ross with the Maybach music? You know, something like that. I feel like he's entering that into that echelon. And I would, I think it might even add on to his, uh, his, his overall flair going forward. But it's only me. I'm giving it a solid 8 out of 10. Can do nothing but respect that. So. Yeah, I feel like it would be hard for all of us to put it over an eight. I feel like the only reason I really put it over an eight is because I feel like he really tried to give us some different sounds. And I low-key feel like Baby wasn't trying to make as many hits with it with this project. I feel like this is probably the closest, uh, I don't want to say conscious, but in Baby's like discography, I probably this is probably like the most conscious project of all of them, probably. I, I can agree with that. You know, one thing I was going to also mention, I saw a little baby at one music festival. He didn't really perform much from this project at all. Like, I think he might have done Hey or In a Minute or something like that. But he was the, the point I'm getting at is that promotion for this project overall, it just I just felt like it wasn't the same on the same magnitude or scale. But for it to still be able to have this traction, mind you, as of this recording, 23 of those songs out of 23 are in the top Billboard uh, charts. That's something to acknowledge and honor. So, you know, shoot, salute the little baby for that. Bro, did y'all like Hey, or did it? Uh, did y'all not like Hey when it first came out, or did it have to grow on y'all? It grew on me. <laughs> I I liked it from the beginning. I felt like it was hard. <laughs> bro, he talking heavy on that song. I don't know why people saying this. Like they don't like it. I mean, movie. obviously it's the chorus. Like they got to get past that. That was probably the first thing they heard. It was like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody short is gonna be in the club saying, Hey, hey. everybody be saying, <laughs> Watch. Definitely. Bro, Eric, how was um seeing little baby? Uh, I think I already had this conversation, you know, with you like one to one. But you know, for the people, how was that little baby concert? Certified uh, performer, man. He um 
He played all his hits. He was interactive. You could tell. Uh, I just feel like he's taking his craft a little bit more seriously, even just down to the choreography. Like, he was engaged with his dancers. So I just felt like from uh, me watching an entertainer aspect, I wasn't expecting to really see all how engaged he was. But just fitting the lyrics and stuff like that, just seeing him, like, the raw energy and stuff, couldn't really beat it. And everybody was out there. Like, this concert was packed from the pit all the way to the, you know, to the where the fences are, all the way back a few lots back. So he's we got people standing in different lots who are trying to watch a little baby. So I was just glad to be in the number, man. That's solid. Yeah, he's definitely a good performer. I've seen him twice. Uh, so far, I feel like a little baby. After every concert I've been to, after um, Astro World, I feel like he's always been like, you know, either a headliner or like in the you know set list for concerts I've been to. Because he was at Astro World, he was at something in the water. So like, that's how that goes into it. Like when you compare like you know like impact and whatnot, like baby definitely showing his face. And I, I don't really get that whole lot out of Gunna. I think Gunna performed at the Broccoli Fest in D.C., but outside of that, like Gunna really don't be showing his face like that for real. After that. But yeah, I enjoyed this conversation with good brothers, with good um, music heads. It's always good to be back, you know, talking about what we love to talk about. It doesn't seem like a chore at all. It just seems like um, Sean used the word therapy um, for um, my I Can't Breathe episode. And I kind of resonate with that. You know, and I think about that often, how these conversations can go from, you know, just talking about, you know, stuff that we enjoy talking about to really being therapy sessions because I don't know, I just... I feel like I have to get the urge to talk about music, especially if it's something I fuck with or something that's controversial. I feel like that's kind of like one of the things that I love doing outside of like listening to music, obviously. Talking about it is definitely like a kind of like need for me now. So it's, it's good to talk about, you know, music, you know, in this space again, you know, with y'all. Absolutely, man. I can't wait for the lineup that we got in store. <laughs> like it, it's about time. I, I say I've been ready to get some of these sentiments off as well. <laughs> Definitely, and a lot of good music dropped this year too. Like we, it's been a, it's been a little minute since we dropped a, a broken record. So, and and it's been some, it's been some number ones, some number one albums that have been dropping since we last time we dropped. So we definitely gonna touch on all the ones y'all want us to touch on, and especially y'all let us know which ones y'all want us to touch on too. We trying to touch on to some uh, some South Carolina artists also. So y'all let us know which ones y'all want us to do. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's all said and done. All hearts and minds are clear. We're going to sign us out. It's Marquise Q. All right, y'all boys, ready to resign. Y'all boy, be easy. Yeah, it's your boy, Easy E. RIP to the OG. Y'all be safe. Peace. <laughs>